0: Welcome to the United Church Podcast. We're a new church here in Seattle committed to an ethic of love and walking in the ways of Jesus. We're striving to be a people united. United with Jesus, each other, ourselves, and the world around us. We hope you're encouraged and challenged by this week's homily. May the peace of Christ be with you. In 2015, Tracy, a three-year-old little Elliot, And our two little dogs and I packed up the remnants of our belongings, the stuff that didn't make its way onto the moving truck and started our cross country drive to Seattle to start this. Well, not quite this, but to start United. I remember just before we left, I took Elliot across The street from my in-laws to the park and we played. I felt this deep sort of guilt that I was taking her away from pretty much everything and everyone she'd ever known. That when we got into that car, there'd be no turning back. Everything would be different. Everything would change. As we ran around and as we played, we set up underneath this tree where I snapped this picture of her. It's perhaps one of the most important and meaningful pictures of her I've ever taken. I looked that little girl in her eyes and almost apologetically, parental guilt is a strong, strong, strong poison. I asked her, do you know why we're moving to Seattle, honey? And without missing a beat, and with such joy and exuberance, she responded with such clarity. Of course, Papa, we're going to tell people about Jesus. (laughs) I choked back tears. And in that moment, That little girl gave me more courage and faith than I ever knew I needed. Never in my wildest dreams did I expect that we'd be inhabiting this space, this online realm and reality as a church. That this would be the majority of our collective connection with one another as a community. Never could I imagine that for over seven months now, with no end in sight and nearly a third of our existence as a church, we'd be completely inhabiting this digital space. I never saw this coming. This wasn't my hope. This wasn't my expectation. This wasn't my dream. Starting a new church is a strange experience. It's a work of passion and a work of love. It takes so much of your mental fortitude and strength, so much emotion. Physically, you're seemingly burning the candle at both ends for seasons and stretches of time that seem never ending. And there's a spiritual toll that it takes on you as well. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, but the ups and downs you experience with God are both beautiful and sometimes tragic. Fits of shouting matches of questions and feelings of abandonment intermixed with unbelievable joy and celebration, excitement and wonder. Starting a a new church is so interwoven into the fabric of your being that sometimes it can be really hard to separate the two. Needless to say, it's it's a rather holistic experience, but it's a beautiful passion and joy, an experience fueled by prayer, dreams, and lots and lots of coffee. They say good leaders anticipate the unexpected. That good leaders are capable of reading the tea leaves, preparing for whatever may come. But no one, no one, no one could have expected this. And this, this sucks. I, I don't know if it helps you to hear me say this, that this sucks, that this wasn't the dream, That that I actually really hate this. I hate looking into a camera every week instead of at your faces. I hate all of the extra work that this entails, all of the new skills and programs and technologies I've had to learn, all crash courses just to bring this little message into your home or your phone. All of the extra hours of work that Trevor has to engage in every single week. Extra time that he has to take away from Talissa and Forrest just to make this thing happen. It sucks. This is not what we had envisioned. This is not what I had hoped for when we started United. This sucks. As we drove across the country in that winter of 2015, through whiteout conditions and white knuckle driving as the car felt as if it were sliding down the side of mountains about to careen over cliffs, I held on to the vision of a community founded upon an ethic of love, a community that was dedicating themselves to the ways of Jesus, dedicating themselves to making a difference in this city. I dreamed of a community that looked like this. I still remember that night. It was our first night in Seattle, gathering together at TNT in Wallingford with dear, dear friends. Look at Carlos's hair. It's just jealousy speaking. (laughs) Exhausted from the long journey, but so full of joy sharing a meal together, and celebrating, catching up, sharing life, and talking late into the night. We were, we were out way past our bedtime. I envisioned a community that looked and acted and spoke about Jesus and faith and life differently. While all the believers were one in heart and mind, Luke writes in Acts chapter 4. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, Those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who had need. I envisioned a community that looked like that. A community that centered itself around the ways of Jesus and an ethic of love. But you know what's funny about that? What gives me a good chuckle about that hope and dream? That doesn't require this. That dream, that vision, that hope, that that ideal, that possibility of being a church, a community, a body of believers that are centered around the ways of Jesus and an ethic of love— doesn't require us to all physically meet together. Uh, While it sure is nice, while it certainly creates a unique and beautiful bond, while it's comfortable and familiar, it's not necessary for us all to gather together in person to make it happen. Now, I'm not saying that this live stream is going to stop. I'm I'm not saying that we are never, ever getting back together. Thanks, T-Swift. No, what I'm saying is that we can still live into this vision. We can still live into this dream, this hope, this possibility right now. The coronavirus pandemic has been long. It's been hard. It's not going anywhere anytime soon but it also has not fundamentally changed who we are. It just changes how we go about doing things. It doesn't change our ethic of love. It just changes the ways in which we express that love to one another. In fact, I think it actually stretches us to dream bigger and to think more boldly about how we express that love for one another, how we connect in relationship, how we join together in heart and mind, how we strengthen one another in our pursuit of Jesus. If we give ourselves over to this season, like fully give ourselves over to it and allow it to shape and form us, to, to allow it to stretch our imaginations for, for what is possible, to think outside of the box, And if we do, I think we'll see something unbelievable on the other side. Now, I remember being a part of our makeshift chess club in high school. It was really just something we did during study hall, but it was always fun to try and succeed at winning in less than 10 moves. My friend Alan Hirsch wrote a while back that if you truly want to learn the game of chess, you have to remove the queen. You have to take her off the board and learn to play with everything else. Too often, newer players rely only on the queen to move around the board and cause chaos and win. For the church, the physical gathering on Sundays, the worship service, it's our queen. It's the thing that everyone uses to communicate to teach, to sing, to move the body of Christ forward. But here, in this season, we've been forced to remove the queen from the board. And now, now we have to begin learning how to use the rest of the pieces. For some of us, this means that we're learning for the first time that the pawn actually has some power. It's not just a piece that you move out of the way to unlock the queen. And don't get me wrong, I like playing with the queen on the board. But right now, we get to flex some new muscles. We get to try some new things out. We get to grow and move and shift in some really remarkable ways. We've just got to use our imaginations a little bit more. And that means all of us, not just Trevor and myself. We've come a long way as a community. I'm really proud of who we are and and who we are becoming. But let me be clear, we're not finished. We've got some great things ahead of us, but it's gonna require all of us to step forward together. In just a couple of weeks, on Tuesday, October 20th at 7pm, we're going to do a live Zoom Town Hall. Uh, Some things have been in the works for a while now for us as a community, things that, that you have said and communicated, ideas and thoughts that you've shared and wondered aloud about what we could do and what we might be in this season and beyond. We've been talking about these things for a while now in different places and at different times. And on the evening of the 20th, we're going to pull it all together and chart our course ahead. Laying out new ways of being that honestly not only feel like old ways, but familiar ways. Ways that allow us to live more fully and deeply into the ways of Jesus and this ethic of love that he has called us to. And so I want you to not only mark your calendar for that night, but make it a priority to be present in that space. It'll be on Zoom, so you can quite literally dial in from anywhere. You don't even have to be on camera. Just go to UnitedChurch.events. Scroll down, find that event, and sign up for it. We'll talk. We'll spend some time praying in breakout groups, and we'll chart our course forward. A way that moves us out of isolation and into community. A way that pushes us further up and further into the heart of God and into the lives of one another. I can't tell you how excited I am. The way forward is coming. And and together, we'll create and see something beautiful. We'll live into the reality of Acts 4 and the beloved community of seeing and experiencing this Jesus, whom we call our Lord, in new ways that take us forward into the future together. My friends, let us begin to move boldly into the future together, following the Spirit and diving deeper into the arms of love. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's homily. If you're in Seattle, we'd love for you to join us at 1316 3rd Avenue West in Queen Anne. If you'd like to support our efforts, please visit unitedchurch.gives to partner with us financially. Be in peace and God bless.